2: We welcome you in. it is prime time action on this Monday night live from the South Point Sportsbook studio here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson, joined on the desk by one young Jeff Parles. He's got the old uh, Gil Alexander schedule this week, a numbers game and prime time action. How about that, Jeff? We ready to go? We fired up? Should we run through all the baseball games? Oh, oh right, right. A, lot, a lot of oh, a lot of wait. games tonight. Come oh, on, wait. Ben. Kelly, them behind the glass, reminding me. Uh, yeah, there's no action. Oh, there is Besides one. Besides the home run derby. One, one fun event. It's going to be a blast, yeah. Josh Towers is going to be in studio with us as well to talk some Home Run Derby in about 15 minutes. We have a fun show. Even though this is like the three deadest days in the sports calendar, we're going to have a lot of fun on the show tonight sweating all of our Home Run Derby bets. Talking a little All-Star Game with Josh Towers, who joins us in about 15 minutes. We'll talk some NFL, Rookie of the Year, and other odds with Doug Kyatt, who's an NFL reporter for Pro Football Focus, going to join us as well this hour. And then some off-season NBA news and notes with Nick Whalen from Rotowire, joins us uh, at the uh, the 9 o'clock Eastern hour as well. So, Jeff, with that being said, Home Run Derby, that's where we'll start. This will replace our run through the the baseball card. We've got four first-round matchups set, and our futures board is set. Because within an hour it'll be at top of our eight o'clock Eastern window, it is Pete Alonso who tries to go three for three, become the first ever player to win three back to back to back home run derbies. He is your betting favorite, but a lot of intriguing options here who have seen a lot of movement throughout the day.
3: Yeah, we're we're starting to see some even more movement here, Ben Alonso. Uh, on your screen at home, if you're watching us at veasan.com, was at two to one. That has actually been a lot of shifting in the last five ten minutes. I would say Ben, he's now plus two ten. Schwarber has taken some money down from plus 340 to plus 330. Soto has also taken money as well. He's now plus 450 instead of 5 to 1. Acuna Jr., plus 650. Julio Rodriguez back up to plus 850 from plus 800 earlier. Secret 13 to 1 now. And then Ramirez and Pujols bringing up the rear at 18 to 1 on Jose Ramirez. And then the all time great, the first ballot Hall of Famer. In this event, for the first time in a long time, man, at 22 to 1. As much as I would love to see Albert do well tonight, I would have liked a lot more than 22. To you 1. would
2: have wanted more on 22 to 1. A okay. little more than 22 to 1, for sure. We'll run through the first-round matchups in a little bit, but we also do have uh, joining us here tonight in studio. I said a second ago, he we, will be joining us in 15 minutes, but he's already here because it's Vegas, and you know Josh Towers loves to just hang out. So what's up, man?
4: Yeah, you guys can't keep me from this, you
2: <laughs> he are, barged you in. He's me. like, I, I will it. be on the show from the top, and yeah, here we are. And here we are. It's and exciting. you're invited to hang out as long as you want, basically, because it's Home Run Derby night. That We're going to be sweating bombs, which I know is a little bit – was kind of your antithesis as a former pitcher in Major League Baseball, but even you, you have certainly warmed to the idea over uh, the years.
4: There's been seasons where I felt like I was pitching the home run derby. So, yeah, no, it's not in always real fun. real regulation. It's action. nice <laughs> watching yeah. home runs when you're on the couch, buddy. I promise yeah. you. Who do you like um, today? Yeah, we'll get into a little bit more. I, there's 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 a couple of good storylines. Oh, Obviously, the uh, Albert Pools thing is, is exciting, and uh, you hope that stamina can, can stand up for him because it would be cool to see him do something special on his way out, right? I, yeah. I like stories written like that. Uh, interesting matchups with Acuna and Pete Alonso. Obviously, Big Pete being the favorite, winning two in a row. Uh, love the young kid who's going to be a massive star in our game in Rodriguez. Uh, Jeff, He's he, you talk about a kid that's you root for because he's good, but you root for because he's a better person. And we got a couple of those. Uh, Corey Seager, welcome back. That should be exciting. And then, obviously, Juan Soto. Here's my take on Juan Soto. Uh, anybody who turns down 440 million dollars, like, should back it up by winning the home run derby.
2: So, oh, so you're going to go down that path? You're yeah. Gonna, that you're going to take the. All right, he just turned down all the money, so he's he's got to win. I mean, no, I it's him. interesting. What, yeah. what what to me fascinates, and I know Kelly has thoughts on this as well. What fascinates me about the way these matchups, just for round one, if we're ignoring the futures board for a second, because mm-hmm. we have the round one matchups as well to get through, how and the way the money has shifted these things. You've got right. four matchups where. There favorites are pretty significantly priced everywhere. My, like my general thought on this is, it's a home run derby. It's pretty random. It's essentially just a very quick round trigger of batting practice, and in the, especially in the timed format we have now, I am of the opinion that none of these guys should be favored by more than like a dollar twenty-five, a dollar thirty max. What, what say you guys?
4: Yeah, no, I feel you. Like the, they get to. I understand the Albert one. That's the one thing I do understand. Again, with stamina and how it's formatted. But, like, you just don't know. And, and, again, we saw it a few years ago with the first baseman with the Marlins where he hit more than most and didn't make it out of a round because of the format. Like, Jose Ramirez and Soto, it's a coin flip. Uh, what What if Schwarber starts hitting more to the center part of the field and Albert uses the short portion left and keeps more? Then that becomes a little bit more even. Uh, Pete Alonzo and Acuna, like, to me, that really is a coin flip. I, I understand what Pete's done and why he should be favored, but you're talking about a very young man who the world really doesn't know Acuna yet, and this is a cool stage for him. So, again, I, I, I wouldn't mind uh, even picking out of a hat and going with that too.
3: I think the biggest thing, at least, let's go with Alonzo and Acuna, yeah. which, by the way, the fact that that is a first-round matchup, I know they did this off regular season home run totals as of last Wednesday. The fact that those two guys have to face each other in yeah. the first round is absolutely I mean, ridiculous.
2: I mean, we make up the rules every year. No, Why not I, just make up the bracket? make
3: won the thing two years in a row. Give him the one seed. Flip him and Schwarber. And still, Schwarber, Acuna, would be ridiculous also because watching Kyle Schwarber hit homers is a fun thing to do. The one big thing, and we got to keep this in mind, and the, having the better seed, so the one, the two, the three, and the four, are all going to have the de facto hammer here.
2: And to, to borrow a curling yes, reference, the, yes. thank so you, the, Jeff. They, will
3: be, they will be hitting second.
2: <laughs> so that's the you're piece. the only person <laughs> you, who would use hammer. It's well, well, a that, brilliant, it's, it's but a good but, verb, but, but,
3: but it makes sense though. So so
4: let's say real quick. So yeah, if we were, if we were to put these together ourselves yes. for the best first round, now again I like how they do it. It's just based on your homers hit, but if we were to put it together, then Julio Rodriguez should be facing Albert pools because you have the old vet on the way out and you have the young kid and both the the, the stamina but the nerves offset each other. I think that would be a very even Mm. matchup. I think the Ramirez-Soto matchup is perfect.
3: That's fine. Uh,
4: Yeah, it's really good, and I think I would like to see – Schwarber with either Cunha or Alonso and then Seeger vice versa. I think we make it a little more even match if we can do this in a perfect world. But you're right. I think that is the one thing I didn't really think of. And if if we know who it is, well, that's why is. I say like Whoever, minus a fuck twenty five
2: that you gotta give the you have to give that the C Jeff some some edge because I, of that. Is factor. that
4: our yeah. is that our minus one twenty five, the home field advantage is who's ever hitting second?
2: I think I
3: I would say so. Yeah. And that, and that's why Again, I understand why Julio Rodriguez has been bedding this thing, guys. He is an elite talent. He has a ton of power. But I kind of agree with what you were saying before the show, Josh. The one thing you have to be worried about with a guy like that first time in, you don't know what you may get. Maybe he gets nervous. He yes. said he said yesterday, Josh, and I'll ask you this. He said yesterday he's just going to try to get the ball over the fence. He's not going for length. Yeah. yeah so perfect. is there any concern on that that somebody's line drives in a ballpark like Dodger Stadium, maybe they're just – Long outs. Here. I just,
4: I, I think that, like again, with Julio, it's, it's, it's his first time, his first All-Star game, first time in the big leagues. Everything is brand new. I mean, 2019 is in low A ball, right? And now he's the talk of the town. What they're doing in Seattle. I just think that he's not going to know how to control the adrenaline and the excitement, and he shouldn't be. He's never been here for any of the stuff, so he shouldn't be. So again, he might have some more hooks or more line drives, and then by the time he gets comfortable and makes an adjustment, his, the clock's up. Right, so I, I just right,
3: the three-minute clock. Yeah,
4: yep. and that's why I like like with him and Albert it would have been a little bit more fun of a matchup. Corey's going to be a lot more relaxed. It's Dodger Stadium. He's he's been in the World Series. Like it's going to be a little bit easier for Corey to maintain the calmness, and that's why I think Corey should have the the edge on him. So right. getting well, Corey a plus keep, money.
2: Yeah, keep in mind Julio Rodriguez. Looking at these lines last night, Rodriguez was like a dollar like fifteen a flip, favorite, basically. pretty much well, a pickem. It's now uh, being a fifty cent, and actually at DraftKings now it's up to minus one sixty five. We're going to rebet yeah, it. Do, uh,
4: do you think of Corey Seager as a home run guy? What, like, what's the thought when when I say Corey Seager? What thought comes to your mind offensively?
3: Just a you, real, just a really good hitter, right? Not yeah, a power really guy. Right? I think
4: that's where I think, I think, people are just thinking of Seager is not necessarily a home run. What, what? Kyle Schwarber? He's only a home run hitter, right? And then that's the other thing. Kyle Schwarber might be the best June power hitter of all time, <laughs> not July. Like, this July factor in a little bit? Does he try to try to hit? Like you said, distance bombs, and he gets a little bit underneath it. Y- it's y- going to be fun, no matter what.
3: Yeah, look, this is a very fun event. It is also a very fun betting event as well. Because yeah, it's there cool. just so there are just so many ways to bet this event now. Obviously, you have the matchups. You have play, I, look. I I wish we had more options, Ben and Josh here in Vegas to bet these totals. A statement that has only been no, said. No, it's only been said 100 times on this network. <laughs> but the, the home run totals for these guys are really interesting. Yeah. All of them all like, the, cool. like you really have to be able to say, all right, so let's take, let's take Kyle Schwarber, for example, at DraftKings. Okay. He's at 38 and a half. So you're assuming Ooh. that Schwarber is going to win, but here's the one yeah, kicker the but here's the one kicker with Schwarber being the one seed. And I think you have to be careful of this abetting both Schwarber and Alonzo, more so Schwarber than Alonzo, because it may take Pete thirty home runs to beat Ronald Acuna Jr. in round one. But what happens if Albert has a bad round and hits like 12 in the Wait, first round? What are
4: we looking at on the Those, screen? So, so on, on our
5: – we'll show it <laughs> so for everyone
4: this every is, this the is first round total. The first Josh round is, total. is a TV
2: bet. So he a, knows a,
5: what he's doing. How, Josh is Acuna, how is
4: Acuna's first round, 20 and a half, and Pete Alonso's is 19 and a half? Doesn't make any sense. But a Pete Alonso's yeah, that, is the favorite.
5: Yeah, that's – That's accurate, and it doesn't make any sense. We caught that downstairs. Huh. So that is take advantage of all these markets being offered to you yeah. and find where the best so, bet is, so, right? So, so looking at this Screen. Alonzo over nineteen and
3: a half seems really good because Acuna. That makes us take Ramirez too. Yeah, Ramirez eighteen and a half is also good. Well, Ramirez is, 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 so
2: isn't the guys isn't the whole point though if you're the if you're the better seed here like let's say Acuna goes under he hits seventeen well Alonzo hits eighteen sure, then and the round's in trou- over then you're in then trouble then the round so that uh, then so then it, it, it kind of like, becomes a multi tier. the second handicap. guy's
3: nice sure the, yeah. my, my look my handicap of the Acuna Alonzo matchup is that Pete Alonzo's is going to beat Acuna like 28-27. 27 who is it's the, going to take right, who, a ton of home so who goes bench. first the Acuna jr will go first in that favorite, the
4: favorite the favorite goes no, home so
3: the, the, yeah, the yeah yeah the, so the, P the P better will be, seed yeah. will go second for all of them that's why Julio Rodriguez and Jose Ramirez at 19 and a half and eighteen and a half and 18 and respectively are pretty interesting bets for round one because they will go first so Soto and Seeger respectively so will have
4: to match last question we're up against it real quick if if first round matchup, is it like a total for a game or one of the first round matchup is over and your guy wins, They're done. They, They're do, done. Do, do they pay you immediately so we can bet a second <laughs> round?
3: You know what I'm I saying? Mean, it's not like you, you get scored nine runs. There, I'm asking <laughs> an <another> honest <laughs> <this> question.
4: It's <laughs> yeah. not like you score, uh, like your first inning run total, you bet hey, yes or no?
2: They pay you right away. These markets will get reposted. For, we'll have the second round matchup and then the final round matchup as well. I know Kelly's got, we'll get Kelly's thoughts on the other side because he's got some he has some Alberts. Josh. He has some Pujols
4: thoughts. Kelly thinks Kershaw's going to win the. So we're <laughs> coming we're up next so though, Josh
2: Towers, former big league pitcher, continues to join us on the show. Don't trust us. we got a lot of fun coming up for the next three hours here on
0: Primetime Action.
2: Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in the Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Alongside Jeff Parles and our guest right now, Josh Towers, who he is hanging out for us for an unspecified amount of time. We'll see how long Josh ends up hanging around because he's here. I think that, yeah, take the over on a number of segments. Josh Towers will be in studio. Former big league pitcher. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Kelly, you you have Albert Pujols' thoughts tonight, I which w- I am so glad we have this perspective here yes. among yes. one yes. of us tonight. I'll, let's do it. I have that's
5: Pujols' true. bets, and I'm so glad <laughs> that former major league pitcher Josh Towers is here for, to answer this because, Josh, my simple handicap. Yes, he hit a home
4: run off me in a game. What's that? <laughs> oh, that's not the question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it hit the foul pole. Yes, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> what, what, ball, what ballpark was it at? <laughs> well, St. Louis. Don't you worry, me. you were the that first. Uh, you were the first Yankees pitcher plant. ever to wear a single digit number. Yeah. Did you know that? It was a. Uh, it, it was very impressive. I mean, as as it was impressive. I still. I, I yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right, Josh. We're not, he's not going up against major league pitchers. You get to pick your, your pitcher, right? To just cruise those balls in there to hit home runs off yep. of tonight. Why can't a guy who's hit more batting practice than any of these other guys and done this so many more times, why is he 28 to 1 to win this? Or it's, but well, that's where I bet about it.
4: Uh, I'm trying to have, I, my first response was very, something very negative. Uh, <laughs> He's, 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 he's out of shape. I mean, he just doesn't – Okay, it's a stamina-invested event, right, when you got a time limit. And, and, again, learning how to control your stamina and time and how many swings you get, et cetera. That's why Pete is the favorite because he's been down this road twice and it's not necessarily just your first round. It's the entire process in which – and it takes a lot of energy, believe it or not, to, to do this. To Like I'm not – they're not throwing 95 to him where the pitcher is doing part of the work. It's a little bit less speed, so a little bit more involvement energy-wise from the hitters. And so, it, it, it's just a stamina thing. You know, Albert's on his, you know, he's at the end. He looks a little bit slower. He looks a little bit bigger than he used to be. Yep. And that's the whole thing with Albert. That, that, okay. that's it. Yeah. What, what do you think about first round, though? I, I uh, mean, if there, we were
5: talking about that. Ben threw that out there a little bit. Like, should anybody yeah. be, you know, he's, there was one shop here in down Vegas. I got him at plus 330. You know what I mean? First <laughs> round, do you think that's more viable or No
4: he's got Schwaber. Schwarber, Schwarber. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's massively insane to to put a 340 on a home run derby on a matchup play like I just I get it Schwaber's favorite you want to put him at 175 190 something like Soto is but Soto shouldn't be there either that's too high against Ramirez um, no I agree I bet the pool side. That, that, that's why the plus money in these events are great like honestly Acuna at 155 like I'm not opposed to like what Ben said take, take the plus money on all of them in the first it's just a much better play well, last
2: year three of the four dogs one first round yes sir all, and all four of the, of the worst seeds won. So I know we just talked about how you got to give the better seeds slight advantage because they hit last. But last year, all four of the that's bottom so seeds long. won. First, The one we remember the most, Juan Soto, in the swing-off, the double swing-off, beat Shohei Otani as yeah, no, the number that, eight that, seed. Was, that,
3: was, that was smart to put Soto against Otani in I the mean, first that, round that's of That's kind
2: of how it was. Uh, for our plays, Jeff Jeff and I landed on the same bet, which same means uh, R.I.P. Jose Ramirez. <laughs> so I I took – and look, uh, in in we showed the graphic a moment ago. Jose Ramirez at DraftKings. About uh, a dollar fifty to fifty-five underdog. There are multiple shops in town. Oh, Jeff, are
3: much better numbers. Than where, 150. So, where yeah.
2: so I, I bet this like an hour ago. Jose Ramirez plus one ninety over one Soto. You can get him two to one in, wow. in the Nevada jurisdictions, yeah. and I'm sure in some other spots as well. Uh, plus one fifty-five to one sixty on the East Coast. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Ramirez. My, like my angle on this outside of the whole my general principle uh, here, which is I just find value in these underdogs, Jeff. The fact is, I mean, Jose Ramirez, first time in, in the Derby, a guy who has a, 21, a 21.9 degree launch angle, that is the second best in all of the American League behind only one Mike Trout, which is a measure of how, you know, the, the degree in which the ball is coming off the bat. So he's a guy who is, who even his general. Swing pattern is to hit fly balls Uh, like him in this spot here. He's got his former rookie ball hitting coach, junior Batansis on the mound, throwing him BP guy who spent 25 years as a player and coach in the guardians organization. The hitting coach now at double a Akron and Juan Soto uh, is going with Jorge Mejia, who is his off-season hitting coach in the Dominican Republic, not Kevin Long, who was his pitcher last year, who was great, was just grooving him balls right down the middle. So I, I, I wonder. Uh, look, I, I, value the, uh, you know, we, I value the guys who are throwing the pitches because we've seen guys totally screw their hitters in the past. I kind of like that Ramirez has a, a long long. And look, both of these guys are very close with their the guys throwing That's pitches be a to close them. Matchup, dude. But I like that Ramirez has the history there, and I expect this uh, to be very very tight.
4: It, the, the guy throwing to you is so important. You have to have like it's during the game too, like during the season, before BP every day. Like you, you we don't know this, but you catch these guys sometimes who the wrong guys throwing batting practice that day because the rest of the coaches are sore or whatever, and it could put players in a slump because they just there's there's something about the guy throwing you uh, batting practice that can lock you in or or really, really frustrate you. And so having your right guy, I told you guys before, when Alex Rios, he found out when we're at the airport leaving after the game right before as he's heading to to the All-Star game and I was heading here to Vegas, uh, and he asked me if – if I can throw him batting practice for the home run derby. And I was like, well, one, yes. And two, yeah, you just brought me to the all-star game. Heck yeah. I'm like, I'm never gonna do well, yeah, I'll throw it. Uh, I got the Ixnay from the Blue Jays. I uh, wasn't allowed to do it. Um, and he didn't have anybody to throw it. So he just picked somebody when he was, I think it was in San Francisco. Uh, Alex just picked somebody who was there. Somebody he had never hit off of before. And he fared, eh, you know, not yeah. that great. So that that's, I mean, if I'm not throwing strikes and then you got to start swinging at anything, that's a big thing. And so... The guy throwing the BP, you got to find somebody who you love, but also is comfortable in the big moment.
2: Was that your same handicap, Jeff? Why well, you like Jose Ramirez, or was it just a number? I, I mean, the price play? is
4: ridiculous. That I mean, w- that, yeah. that was a pure price. I get what you're saying,
2: Josh. I think that's that doesn't not much enough is made of those relationships. Yeah, it just,
4: yes, but we we don't know them all. sorry for cutting you. No dude. problem, Josh. The only again, when we're looking at the board, the home run derby matchups, the only one where the favorite and it's way too high, so I will take Albert anyways. But the only one that makes sense where Kyle should be a favorite over, and it is that matchup, and, and for, for obvious reasons, but seriously, Jose Ramirez and Juan Soto, two of our biggest stars and two of the coolest players in the game, that's a pick them. Seager should be a slight favorite, nothing crazy, but just based off of experience, he's batting second, more importantly, and Julio Rodriguez, who we'll see many times, is a kid. He's just, is his first year, and that's, this, is, this is a lot. We're seeing all the stuff Albert's hitting now. This is a lot to take in, and then if you want to give Pete the edge because he's won two in a row, rightfully so. You yep. should, but it's a much closer than we think.
2: Too. You got plus one ninety five, Jeff. I, I, yeah, I, I
3: got nine, nice. ninety five. I, uh, I bet it a little bit later than you because I just assumed. And the way that the, the way that these are usually bet is we usually see the favorites take money actually in this a more than anything. Okay. See,
4: uh, so look at the top one. So we're pull, now the, okay, phones so, so, on the so, desk so, here. Which <laughs> so,
3: so Josh just put put in front of me the numbers behind us here. First top point. Yeah. So. Kyle Schwarber's minus 390. So, Kyle Schwarber is almost a $4 favorite to beat Albert Pujols in round one. Albert's plus those. 325. Plus 325 on Pujols. Jose Ramirez, we're starting to see that plus 195 now in multiple shops. I bet mine is okay. at Caesars William Hill. I'm pretty sure that's where you bet yours yep, as well. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I have plus right. 195 Acuna's on Ramirez.
4: Plus 200 now here.
3: Yeah, Acuna's been in that pocket most of the day in Nevada. Uh Caesars William Hill, I know, had that. Yeah. Westgate had had plus one ninety-five earlier in the day. Look, I I'm again pluses, I, I don't have a problem with taking Acuna at a price that's almost two to one. There's no issue with that. He can easily beat Pete Alonzo. It's just again, you're going up against the guy who has made this his specialty. And has found a way both the years. By the way, Josh, uh, I, I forgot to mention this in, in the time. The fact that you even remembered that Justin Bour was in the home run derby. Guy. Was, uh what Was an impressive. At feed. home? Yes, in Marlins Park. It was amazing. And, did, and Aaron Judge good. needed yeah. 30, 35 I don't or know what the numbers were, but, was, but it, it was
4: in like order 35 to, be to <laughs> 44. It was ridiculous. Or 34. And then whoever, yeah. like some of the other matchups, like the winner had like 17.
2: Yeah. It was yeah. totally ridiculous. Yeah. I'll be very curious to see, because again, we have about 35, 40 minutes till this starts. When we revisit this before the top of the next hour where these numbers have gone while well, yep. we've got you josh i yes, want to get your your take you, you talked about how much you love fully rodriguez maybe for this Great event kid. specifically but how about this mariners team that's kind of the team right now to talk about as we go into the all-star break 14 game winning streak one off of their franchise record which they accomplished what your rookie year oh one one year with uh, the blue jays they won 15 straight i'm good. seeing them now they're priced up to at least at DraftKings minus 175 to make the playoffs they would be your number two a.o wild card yep. right now are you a believer in, in what they're doing, or is this just a, a nice hot streak that is probably not going to uh, last long-term here for Seattle?
4: Um, uh, It's it's not. I, I get it why you're asking me if I'm a believer. It's whether they're a believer and they officially are believers. They had many opportunities during the streak to to lose a game. Yesterday was a great day to lose. Uh, two days before, I think they were down one nothing for most of it, put up a two-spot in the sixth or seventh and held it. Uh, they're winning one-run games. The bullpen's doing their job. Starters have all started to mix in. The offense, when you look at it, isn't great, but they're great when they need to be, and that's the cool part about winning teams and what, like, the Orioles are doing. And then you watch teams like, you know, Toronto and and and, and some other teams, and nobody's picking each other up at times, so you have to have that. Uh, Tampa does a good job of not having anybody rake, but everybody picks it up when it's their moment. This team has officially made themselves believe, and that's all that matters. Because no matter what happens or who comes into town or where they go, they know now that they're good enough to compete with everybody. They believed themselves last year before, but th- this is massively different. And the division is uh, – listen, Houston's – we got it. You're, you're, in my mm-hmm. opinion, the best team in baseball. Running away and hiding. Yeah, and, and so they're not overly, like, in a hurry to find that. Um they realize what they need to do with these extra spots, and they're comfortable, and they're just going to go out and try to win the series. the easiest uh, so, schedule for still sure. to go.
2: Yeah, fascinating yeah. team to watch in the second half. We might see you later, Josh, but for now, we'll say bye-bye because we got to talk some NFL with Doug Kyed coming up next. Going to be a lot of fun, though, talking all things Hummer and Derby. Tonight, we pivot to NFL. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now till the end of this month. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, and premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. We're back on primetime action with Jeff Parles, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. I'm Ben Wilson. We're at the South Point in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is, Jeff, one of like the three days a year where it rains here. So we have... Zero TVs on anything because of the direct TV mass signal loss in, in the uh, sportsbook. book doesn't so. even – again, I have a very, very <laughs> – sh- Tradition like – any, unlike any other, monsoon season that lasts like a week here in Nevada in the month Th- of July. This yeah. is
5: direct TV in South Florida every single day. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing at you guys freaking out about this. this no, is the we're just, it's what so weird.
2: Ben, ben, it's the right
3: night for this to happen. We, we only need it back in 45 minutes. It doesn't even look like it's raining, but again, we're – hundreds of feet away from uh, from a door over in the corner. To you,
2: everybody else around the country just laughing, making fun of us or panicking yes, about Yes, panicking over
3: over the one or two days a year it's basically rain. Yeah, Even one though one. it rained two days ago, too.
2: So what, what, uh, It is what it is. Let's talk some NFL. Here we are, 52 days out from the start of the NFL season. That well, That's the countdown to September the 8th, opening night, Bills and Rams. As we welcome in Doug Kide, the NFL reporter for Pro Football Focus. He's covered the New England Patriots in the past. Uh, always great, uh, Doug, here in the offseason, especially checking out your mailbags on, on on a PFF well let's talk a bunch of different things here today with you I want to start with rookie of the year really interesting market uh, this season where you've got Kenny Pickett as the favorite but it's definitely one of those that feels as much uh, long shotty as any of the other award markets we've got out there um who's sticking out to you when you've broken down some of these training camp battles coming in and who you think could have a pretty big role on their respective teams right away in your one
6: yeah I, I actually like a lot of the long shots I mean This was a historically bad draft for quarterbacks, and obviously this is usually a a quarterback award when there's good quarterbacks, good rookie quarterbacks in the league. And, I mean, we don't even know if Kenny Pickett's going to be the Steelers starter this season. The fact that he is number one on these odds, I think, kind of tells you that this is a year to take one of these long shot bets. One of the guys that I like is Buffalo Bills running back James Cook just think that that's a really good offense, obviously. Uh, there's going to be a lot of yards accumulated in that offense. And we still don't know exactly what James Cook's role is going to be, but it seems like the floor is probably going to be as a third down back, so probably going to get a lot of targets in that offense, uh, a lot of catches from Josh Allen. But if he can carve out a role on early downs, which, I mean, given who the other Bills running backs are, is definitely possible if James Cook can come in and, mm-hmm. and impress, then, I mean, he could wind up being the you know all-purpose yards leader out of this rookie Class, uh, he could get he could rack up a lot of yards this season. But a couple of the other dark dark horse guys I like on offense at least. Uh, Cowboys wide receiver Jalen Tolbert seems like he's going to have a chance to earn a starting role. Uh, just the fact that Michael Gallup is might miss some time to start the season. James Washington in the mix. There's not like a clear cut number two. Wide receiver in that offense to start the season behind C.D. Lamb, and that could certainly be someone like Jalen Tolbert. Uh, a couple other long shots that I like: Steelers wide receiver George Pickens, just because I think he's a talented player. And then Browns wide receiver David Bell. That could depend on who the quarterback is there. If it's Deshaun Watson, then David Bell could wind up having a solid season. If it's someone like Jacoby Brissett, then you know there's probably not going to be too many yards to go around in the passing game. Doug,
3: just looking at the defensive side of the ball here, Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau are your current co-favorites at plus 550. But this also kind of feels like a really jumbled mix here as well, where maybe you might be able to pick something else down the board as well, like
6: the offensive side. Yeah, absolutely. One guy that I like is Ahmad Gardner, a cornerback, uh, plus 1,000 right now, I believe it is. Yeah, 10 to, uh, yeah, 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, he was a ball hawk in college at Cincinnati. I don't think he allowed a single touchdown during his college career. he's not on the best team with the New York Jets, but I think that he has a chance to be a really, really, really good player um, in the NFL. And I think that he can come in right away and be an impact maker for the Jets. Uh, a couple other guys I like, I like Jordan Davis out of Philadelphia. I know he didn't do a whole lot, you know, production-wise at Georgia, but you know, I was talking to someone before the draft, and they basically said that, you know, if you draft someone like Jordan Davis, you almost kind of have to build your defense around him. So he's another guy that I like. And then George Carl Aftis, the edge defender uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. It looks like, at least on paper, that he's got a really ch- good chance to be a starter, On that defense, uh, and they've needed kind of an impact pass rusher. So I think that Karlaftis could be uh, a pretty good bet. I think that he's around 20, yeah, uh, 16 to 1 right now.
2: Love it. Going deep down the board here with Doug Hyde. Do you give a follow on Twitter at Doug Hyde KYED, uh, his last name? Wanted to get your take on really a, a trio of teams. These aren't the only teams certainly getting buzzed, but when you just look at how the betting markets have reacted to some of these offseason storylines, and it's it's pretty amazing how all of a sudden you get steam moving and people are really talking themselves into certain situations. Eagles, Lions, Jets are really three of the teams that have gotten the most positive general buzz here in the offseason. Of those three, is there one you are you are truly bullish on, one that you're really not buying? And uh, it, how does that kind of break down for you when you've looked at those three really popular teams that have gotten a lot of love this offseason?
6: Yeah, I'm pretty bullish on the Eagles. I think that, you know, they've had a much better offense, at least, you know, as I said before, on paper than the Dallas Cowboys did. Uh, Dallas Cowboys lost a lot of pieces this offseason. I was a little bit perplexed by the way that they handled free agency, traded away Amari Cooper. Uh, wound up with some cap space. It seemed odd for a team that was ready to compete last year. um, And then I think that, if anything, they kind of took a step backwards this year, whereas the Eagles, I thought, did a really good job of filling in the rest of their roster around Jalen Hurts. Obviously, it all depends on how Jalen Hurts plays this season, but he was pretty solid last year. Good enough to get them into the playoffs. Obviously, it was pretty ugly once they got in there. Um, but he's just got better pieces around him this season. I think that you know even if he doesn't take a jump, there's enough talent on that roster uh, to propel them perhaps above the Dallas Cowboys this season. I think that they are probably a more talented team at this juncture. Clearly don't have the, the quarterback advantage. But I do think that the Eagles are set to compete. Not as convinced on the New York Jets. I think that's going to be a pretty tough division. Uh, you know, with uh, the Miami Dolphins, I think are going to be a really good team. Clearly, the Buffalo Bills probably the best team in the AFC. I think the Patriots will be decent once again. So I just I can't foresee any scenario where the Jets, you know, come out with a playoff spot or come out uh, to win the AFC East or, or really do too much in that division. Um, I, you know, I like some of the pieces that they have there. Like the, I like the coaching uh, that they have, but... I'm in wait-and-see mode on Zach Wilson. He was really good as a as a senior at BYU, wasn't so good as a junior, and really wasn't good at all as a rookie. So he's going to have to surprise some people entering year two, I think. Doug, uh, I just
3: want to go through something that you brought up on uh, in your mailbag here. Someone asked you about the position battles. And the Pittsburgh quarterback battle really, to me, is the most intriguing one because – Knowing that franchise, they usually would go towards a veteran. Would probably look at Trubisky as being their starter early, and then if he falters, going to Pickett mid-year. But with the using a first-round pick on a, on a guy like Pickett for the first time since obviously Big Ben was picked way back in uh, two thousand three. Do you think Pickett starts week one, or do you think we're going to see Trubisky start and play
6: until he's just unplayable? I think it's going to be Trubisky. I think that. You know, they they paid him like like a starter, I guess, in, in year one. But it's pretty easy to get out of that contract in year two uh, with Mitchell Trubisky. So I think that you will at least have to see what what he can give you in year one, uh, given the fact that they did you know pay him a decent amount in free agency, and they've got Kenny Pickett on four-year deal that could easily become a five-year deal if they pick up that fifth-year option. So they've got time to see what they have in Kenny Pickett. Uh, But I do think that you have to at least give Mitchell Trubisky a shot uh, in the interim, see what he can give you, see if you can be competitive. Because I think that if you start off with Kenny Pickett, you're probably not looking at a playoff spot. You're probably not looking to be competitive at all. And that defense is still pretty solid in Pittsburgh. Um, So I would expect it to be Trubisky. And you know, it sounds crazy, but Mason Rudolph probably still has a slight chance as well, at least entering the offseason. I kept hearing that the Steelers were okay with entering this season with, with Mason Rudolph as their starter and that he would be the guy uh, before 2023. Obviously that didn't happen. They wound up signing Mitchell Trubisky and drafting Kenny Pickett, but mm-hmm. I do still think that there's some people in that organization who do like Mason Rudolph and clearly he's got the most experience in the offense.
2: Again, Doug Kide joins us from Pro Football Focus, where he's an NFL reporter. Follow him at Doug Kide on Twitter. Always a pleasure, Doug. Thank you so much for the time. 52 days till, uh, till opening night. I feel like, I mean, I can't wait. It feels like it's going to take a long time from now, but I'm sure it actually Won't so I'm sure we will catch up with you before then as well. Thanks as always, my friend, for the time. Appreciate it. Absolutely, anytime. Hey Jets, uh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? This is a Jets fan. So, so, so
3: so again, in in Kelly Bidman's Kelly Bidlin's quest to make sure I talked about the worst teams possible (laughs) in our uh, 32 teams at 32 shows. Look, the Jets have promised The problem is their schedule to begin the year is horrendous. It's brutal. There is a scenario where they are a much better team than they were last year, but they start one and seven. So yeah, I look, at the next year's the year that they take the leap. Okay, but they could be again. It's 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 silly to say this, but they could be a competitive six and eleven team, seven and ten wouldn't shock me. But I don't I don't think they're getting to the playoffs. I don't. I, I think the people who have bet that have kind of. It kind of, well, kind and, of jumped the gun on that. Well, it.
2: and I get where Doug's coming from too. I mean, keep in mind he we didn't get to get into too much of the Patriots AFC stuff, but he covered that division for many a year. He, he is very familiar with the infrastructure there, yeah, so it doesn't I'm, surprise me that an insider like that would not be too bullish I'm, on the. I'm yet. not as high on that division as a whole, though, as Doug happened okay. to be. I will say that. Right. We could able discuss more later in the show. Up next, though, we'll recap our Derby bets to get you set for the big event tonight here on Primetime Action. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken. Beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly it is primetime action i'm ben wilson with jeff parles on the desk and uh, look who's back it's josh towers we're not going anywhere <laughs> we only kept him away for <laughs> 15 minutes did you go to make bets josh while we were talking with doug
4: had some of those delicious hot dogs over there oh there we go oh he got the
2: hot dogs, he got the hot dogs. There, there we go just kidding
4: um no i just listened to you guys you look guys look really good on TV. Well, he line. had to battle oh, yes. the
5: fifteen minute of turn on my Wi-Fi, turn off my Wi-Fi. Why can't I make that <laughs> oh, in Vegas? Yes, oh yes, yeah, the tradition
3: unlike any other. Kelly helped me out. And no, in here you have to turn the Wi-Fi off. Yeah. Except for one book that you need the Wi-Fi on. <laughs> it's so, so it's <laughs> the greatest song and dance that there is out here. And I
4: would like to say this as well: um, if you if you are betting some of these dogs in the, the home run derby, like I uh, wait. The, the odds just keep getting better and better.
2: Well, you got about 15 minutes to, uh, yeah. to keep waiting. But let, give, let's examine where we're more. at right now. It's funny too we have uh, we'll get back to the overall uh, the overall futures odds, but for these actual first round matchups, just to compare what what we're seeing right now at least at to, to DraftKings to where these things were at uh you know, just a couple of hours ago, when we made the yeah, graphic sure. here, pretty stark movement. I'm seeing Pete Alonso now minus 210 in his matchup against Ronald Acuna Jr. You can get Acuna Jr. at plus 170. And again, this is just DraftKings and a lot of the yeah. East Coast shops. You can get better numbers elsewhere. Kyle Schwarber up to minus minus 370 for minus 340. Pujols, oh boy. you can get it plus 290. Uh, mm. Julio Rodriguez up to minus a dollar 65. Corey Seeger still at plus 140. And then Juan Soto. Up to a dollar eighty-five. Jose Ramirez at plus one fifty-five. But as both Jeff and I can attest, we've we're in pocket there on Ramirez at plus one ninety and one ninety-five for Jeff, and that's not even uh, the best number out there. So a lot of movement here in the past half hour to hour. Yeah,
3: we we really have started to see. And Josh makes a good point. I think you if you are patient over the next five five to fifteen minutes you might have a really good shot of picking off some really good numbers on these underdogs. And oh, a lot of these numbers are already really good. I They're think Seager's the beautiful. one. Seager's the one now that I think is you're going to see a lot of people coming late on Julio Rodriguez. Well, I wanted
4: to ask you that yeah. as well because Seager, for the last couple minutes, has stayed at 155. I told you I got it at 140 earlier right. today. And then Jose Ramirez, since we've been here, has stayed at 195. But we've seen Albert. He's up to 320. Acuna is now at, at plus oh. 210. Acuna is at plus 210.
3: Yeah, you might see a lot of, of Alonzo money. Is too. it all? Also
4: a play, and I know it's harder to be sharp on uh, on on things like this opposed to actual games. But is this also something where um, some of the sharp guys might come in and hammer the other side right at the last second because the number's where they want it?
2: I mean, well, I would think for something like this, event, yeah, uh, yeah. And similar to some of these one-off events, yes, limits are going to be yes, sir. Yes, okay. you don't have to come on. Josh, <laughs> yes. Limits are going to be much lower. What so would I would you say it doubt- might
4: be. What I would be? They, they might cap us at? Okay,
2: well we can.
4: Every book's different. Yeah, we, yeah every it, it book's just, different. I mean, if you different.
3: want want to walk to the counter, I'm sure they would be willing to willing to take a little more at the counter than they would on the phone. Yeah, uh, th- yeah. that's what they usually you do. You
2: know right what anyway. you should do is you should test that and see if I you can get like ten thousand on for down for us on those uh, yeah. mirrors and come gonna, back and report your findings. There, that would be a great. That would <laughs> be a good way to move the line thirty. It uh, certainly bad. would. As far as these these round totals for total home runs hit in round number one, as we had started to discuss, there's a. There's a reason here for the calculus, and three of the top four you're going to see on the left side of your screen, of the highest totals, those are all the underdogs, or at least the guys, with the exception of Julio Rodriguez, those are the three of these four, with the exception of Pete Alonso, are all uh, hitting first. So it is kind of, as we discussed, Jeff, it's one of those where part of the handicap, if you want to bet the uh, bet the favorites, is you're also trying to figure how many home runs will they have to get to so I think naturally, right? Aren't aren't we more inclined to look at the guys who are hitting first? It's a more traditional true handicap, and as a result of those guys that hit first, Ronald Acuna Jr. the the high water mark twenty and a half, Julio Rodriguez who is a favorite but also hits first nineteen and a half, and Jose Ramirez eighteen and a half uh, who hits first, Albert Pujols of course also in that mix at seventeen and a half. Those are your four guys hitting first tonight.
3: Yeah, I look. I have no problem with going over on. Ramirez, I, I, I'm just concerned about Albert running out of steam midway through the round, even with the yeah. timeout. Albert could have 10 in the first 90 seconds, takes <laughs> his timeout, and then runs out of steam. Now it really does concern me there. Uh, Ramirez is the one that I would look to target here if I were to go over uh, on any of these guys. Rodriguez, hey, look, it could be one of those where he struggles and all it takes is struggling one round and you're done. In this thing. Uh, I do want to ask you this, Josh. And this actually just moved as I was looking this up here. Dodger Stadium is not conducive to long home runs. No. The longest home run hit in the Derby is 4.94 and a half at some books. Some books have 4.95 and a half.
2: Okay. do so it, was, I, what 5.20 last year? Wouldn't and wouldn't? That you, was, but that's also a
5: course
3: again. Sweat, like, yes,
2: course Field. So you can't really yeah, value that. Value Yeah, they, so
3: that would, yeah, so, they so, had some low ones. But but being in a place that the ball doesn't travel a ton, wouldn't that be worth a potential look at an under 4.95 and a half? You're basically asking someone to essentially hit a 500-foot homer at a place that you don't see them almost ever.
4: Well, the other thing is is how they measure it, too, right? I mean, the more the stands go up, the more I feel like they shorten the distance. If there's no walkway or if there's a flat surface, you can actually see where it lands. So how Dodger Stadium measures home runs, and if you feel like it's been fair over the years, if you have any insight on that, uh, definitely a play. Do we have any clue what the wind's doing today? Is, is it uh, winds at eight miles per hour? doesn't say which way it's blowing, so it seems like it's going to be pretty – Pretty Based on the pregame shots, it looked yeah. pretty calm. Chris Berman was sweating profusely. So. I, I think 500 <laughs> feet is not out of the question. I mean, the balls are juice. We know that. Right. Nobody checks your bat. We know that. Um, you hit one out on top of the uh, little wavy ravine thing in the back. Mm-hmm. Over it. I mean, yeah. I think 500 is realistic. We got. I, I just hope that they don't have the balls to start of the season with. Right, I hope that they do juice the balls like they they always do. I think they'd
3: be smart enough not to have those. Yeah, because you would hope.
4: (laughs) We know that we know how Kyle Schwarber is going to swing, and and let's say he has a bad round, he doesn't hit that many. But we know how massively strong this kid is, and his swing definitely allows for bombs. Soda does the same thing. He's got a swing that lets you hit him pretty far. So uh, listen, if four ninety four is a total, I'll play the over.
2: Josh wants over. All right. Can we get a couple minutes thought out of you on the actual All-Star game tomorrow? Because we just, within the last couple of hours, you've had pitching matchups officially uh-huh. announced. Shane McClanahan going to start for the Tampa Bay Rays. And in a decision that should shock nobody, Clayton Kershaw will start for the Los Angeles Dodgers tomorrow. Uh, we also have the starting lineups out as well, so we can handicap that. Shohei Otani hitting leadoff. As he should be for the American League. Uh, I'm seeing Josh. If we look at it uh, right now for tomorrow, it's going to be uh, again, pr- as you would expect, pretty much a pick'em. I'm seeing uh, at anywhere from uh, yeah, pick'em. NL in some books favored just slightly, maybe a dollar eleven to a dollar twelve here and there, and a total of about eight, some juice to the under here at minus one twenty 120 to one twenty-five. Is there an angle you'd uh, you'd be looking at? Yeah, I'm
4: trying to look at the pictures. I mean, obviously, there's no way to get all these guys in. So
2: you figure of, an inning to two for the, the top line. For yeah, if, if every, usually If
4: anybody an gets to a lot of guys will get left out. Uh, I think just looking at, at the starting pitching, I mean, they're all pretty good. <laughs> I mean, they're all stars for a reason. <laughs> it's aren't the they? all-star game, uh, Josh. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm trying to feel like, again, you got Alcantara and Burns and, and Musgrove and Gonsolin and, and and uh, I don't know what the total is. I bet it's probably like six, six and a half. I do like the under. I just
2: hate total, total total the eight. total's eight. It's hard not, to, it's seven seven hard not to like the eight, isn't it? Yeah, I'll take the, the under. under. Just
4: good pitching will beat good hitting. And if I'm coming in for an inning, you kind of have the advantage there. Um who's favored? Is it Dodgers? national? Or National's, Nash- I mean? na- Nationals favorite, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with uh I don't even want to pick. I like the under.
3: Like the under? Yeah. Okay.
4: Probably By know. the
3: way, just to throw this out there, we mentioned it earlier, but now we actually know. So this game is tied after nine. Oh, boy. Forget extra innings. We're doing a home run derby swing off thing. Three guys each side. Well, I like it. So like the, Amer- it. The, the American League Show participants.
4: Hey, No, Shohei's
3: not in this. Come on, Shohei. No, Shohei. <laughs> you have Julio Rodriguez, Ty France. There we go. And Kyle Tucker. Are the I- three are the three from the American League, so okay. one participant tonight. I two guys it. who did not part, who are not participating tonight in Tucker and France.
4: But I way, would have liked to leave anybody out who's in the Home Derby. I would love to, to like have left them out just to well, get the, a lot of players involved. But the, the
3: NL side uh, taking but what do we got? Taking three from tonight. Acuna did. Alonzo, Schwarber are the three that they're going to take if this game is tied Whole tomorrow night. Derby.
2: I mean, I get that we're making up rules as we go, but shouldn't it probably be like some not, three non-derby participants? Right. I I don't don't go know.
4: one way or the other,
2: right?
4: Pitching goes to the American <laughs> League. Uh, that goes
2: to the National <laughs> League if we had a tie.
3: I mean, if this thing ends at a tie, the NL should be like minus 500 if
2: this Pro, goes. Based on those names the, you if listed? It go, if it goes yeah. to the swing-off. So Kelly Bidlin, you're taking Albert Pujols tonight, twenty-eight to one. Yeah, I got a few small bets. Nothing, this is nothing major for but me. I, yeah.
5: Pujols uh, to win the whole thing. Pujols twenty-eight to one. Ronald Why Acuna not? Jr. ten to one. Oh. And then I took a first round matchup. Pujols plus three thirty oh. over Schwarber.
2: All right. Uh, my, Jeff and I were each on same, Jose Ramirez round one over Juan Soto. I don't have an actual bet on the outright, but is that look, your uh, favorite
4: play of all? Or are you guys, that's just what you? That's I,
2: now? I, it's the okay. only play I made. That I was, will take. Uh, I would just take Jose Ramirez at eighteen to eighteen to one right now. I'm seeing that okay, on DraftKings. Right if, I, if you were making me make a pick on who wins the whole thing,
3: I, I'm waiting to the last minute here. I am going to have an Alonso bet in my pocket. I think he wins the thing again. So why not?
4: Seager is my uh, favorite play out of all of them. And then uh, I'm going to put a little bit on every plus in the first round. I love it.
2: Great strategy. 13-1. to Derby, it starts next. After this, we'll be covering it for you all night long here on Primetime Action.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.